The Morning Blend, a triple shot of Catholicism, conversation, and coffee. David and Brenda start your day with a fresh cup of joy and inspiration. Whether it's through interviews, news, music, or prayer, it's all viewed through a Catholic lens. It's The Morning Blend, on the bridge between your faith and everyday life. Mater Day Radio. And a very good Tuesday morning to you, December 27th, 7 a.m. Brenda and Patrick with you on The Morning Blend. Thank you for tuning in during this wonderful octave of Christmas. Merry Patrick, Christmas. Merry Christmas. The party's just getting started for us Catholics. That's right. You know, it's more than just one day. It is a season and uh, a festive and joyful season, and we're going to fill it up today. we got a lot going on. Atmospheric River causing all kinds of havoc all over the place, and <laughs> then we got some traffic issues, too. Wow. It is a it is a full morning. So before we get too far into it, though, we you said Merry Christmas. It's the octave of Christmas. We get to celebrate it all week long. How was your Christmas celebration? My Christmas was fantastic, Brenda. It was just wonderful, and uh, I don't want to get into the sin of gluttony, but uh, it was borderline. You know, <laughs> it was really close. I, I double smoked a ham, and it really? just turned out so good. Carla Warman, you know, who does our, our Sunday course. commentary, she was bearing gifts. Wasn't she was. She? she gave us this little cranberry cordial, and I took some of that cordial and put it into my ham glaze. Mm-hmm. Oh, I felt like. Uh, you know, uh, Gordon Ramsay, the way I was, I mixed that up, man. It was good. Wow, that does sound delicious. We had our good share of uh, partaking, so to speak. But, you know, all of our kids were home for the holiday. Our, my uh, daughter and son-in-law from Eastern Washington came. Now, the problem, though, when there's so many people, and I started that whole cookie routine, making Christmas cookies. <laughs> I did one batch of cookies, and they were gone. Before I could even get the next batch of cookies going. I mean, they it, they just devoured everything. I noticed you didn't bring any today, None, so I guess gone. they're all gone. They're all gone. There are a few <laughs> left there. Maybe maybe a few more will make their way. But, you know, well, something interesting, though, of course, we're talking about the weather. What a weird ice storm that was that hit Thursday night. Everybody was locked up for Friday it slowly began to thaw on Saturday before uh, the Archdiocese of Seattle. The emails went out saying, due to weather, do not risk coming to Mass if you are in a difficult position or place. So when we went to 7 o'clock Mass on uh, Christmas Eve, Saturday night, really very few people. Sunday morning, too, I noticed yes. uh, it was a little bit sparse for Christmas Day, which was, was surprising. But the weather was, it, it was more rainy than it was icy uh, Sunday morning. By the time, yeah, Sunday rolled around, it was definitely Sunday thaw. But it was an ice rink out there. It was. It was certainly uh, coming up the hill here on Sylvan Hill because our internet stream went down and I, I had to get up here to fix it. And it was a little bit of a challenge. Was but we it got dicey? It back. We got it back. I couldn't get up the driveway. I, oh, okay. I, I made it to the bottom of the driveway and there was just no way I was getting up this pretty steep hill that we steep. have going into our parking lot. But uh, I put on my yak tracks and Moved That's up the it. hill and got us back on. <laughs> I went into my car and got my yak tracks out. Our our uh, wonderful assistant Deborah, she gives all the new employees a set of yak tracks. They were great. And I got mine out and gave them to my daughter because so she could walk uh, on the sidewalk to her apartment because she said it was really slick too. 
Fantastic. It just crunches that ice right yep. under it. And it's just a little metal coil that goes underneath your, your right shoes. Right over your regular yeah. shoes. Works great. I would have to take my high heels off, though. They wouldn't work so well in the high heels. Yeah, I don't think so. You should be wearing high heels, though, <laughs> uh, in, the, uh, in the ice anyway. But all in all, it was really a wonderful, wonderful year. And it's not over yet. We still got plenty of celebrating to do, and uh, we still have all the lights up here, festive. And uh, now we've got, you know, Jesus in the nativity. And, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, it's wonderful. I just love this time of year. You know, I, I'm a big kid at heart. Aren't we all? Aren't we all at Christmas time as we should be? So we'll get this party started, and we're here for a great packed show today. Uh, Patrick, what do you got coming up? Well, we're going to keep you up to date on what's going on with this atmospheric river and uh, all the havoc that it's causing. I understand there are about 22,000 people without electricity around the area. Wow. So if you're in the dark, hopefully your radio's working just fine and you're listening to us, and uh, we'll update you on that. Plus, we got a big feast day today. St. John the Apostle will celebrate that. That. And uh, I understand our good friend Sarah Kinsey, the digital guru, is going to be coming by oh, to talk to us, too. I love it. We got a great show ahead for you on this Tuesday morning. Let's get this party started. Here is Julie Hoy with Joy to the World. Oh. And you are listening to The Morning Blend right here at Mater Day Radio, the bridge between your faith and everyday life.
Day Radio, the bridge between your faith and everyday life. That's our good friend Julie Hoy out of Salem and joy to the world because Christmas is a season. It's not just a single day and we are celebrating Christmas along with the feast of St. John the Apostle this morning. Pat Ryan along with Brenda Aiken. We're so happy to have you here for our Christmas celebration and just ahead Brenda is going to be talking with our friend Michael Davis about social justice in the manger. Mm, you'll want to hear about that on the way next after we check weather. Support for Monterey Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including Best Buy in Town Landscape Supply. Since 1984, Best Buy in Town has been supplying the area with landscape products and services, including bark dust blowing, rock, soil, sod, and recycler of yard debris. Located at 2200 Cornelius Pass Road in Hillsboro. Online at bestbybark.com or 503-645-6665. Join Mater Day Radio and Father Robert Barcelos in prayer with the morning offering. A morning prayer written by St. Therese. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O my God, I offer Thee all my actions of this day for the intentions and for the glory of the Sacred Heart of Jesus. I desire to sanctify every beat of my heart, my every thought, my simplest works, by uniting them to His infinite merits. And I wish to make reparation for my sins by casting them into the furnace of His merciful love. O oh my God, I ask of Thee for myself and for those whom I hold dear, the grace to fulfill perfectly Thy holy will, to accept for love of Thee the joys and sorrows of this passing life, so that we may one day be united together in heaven for all eternity. Amen. For more prayer resources and to let us know how we can pray for your intentions, please visit MaterDayRadio.com. 
Matrade Radio gives you an insider's view of the Grotto's Christmas Festival of Lights, literally. For the first time ever, go inside a giant walk-through Christmas tree during the largest choral festival in the world. Catch rousing performances from the Pacific Northwest's finest choirs inside the Chapel of Mary with its cathedral-like acoustics. There's also continuous entertainment in the Grotto's Plaza with outdoor carolers, puppet shows, holiday shopping in the Grotto gift shop, and a dazzling display of more than 2 million lights. Stay on top of all the Christmas Festival of Lights activities with the Morning Blend on Monterey Radio. Every day, Brenda and David will keep you updated on the latest event developments, including behind-the-scenes interviews and the nightly choir schedule. Don't miss the Grotto's Christmas Festival of Lights now through December 30th and keep up with all the fun on Matraday Radio, the bridge between your faith and everyday life. Leading souls to Jesus through the Blessed Virgin Mary, this is Matraday Radio and weather-wise, a wind advisory is in effect until 7 o'clock tonight for the Willamette Valley. Strong winds from the south gusting 45 to 55 miles an hour, bringing in an inch to almost two inches of rain by the end of the day. High's going to reach up to 55 before falling down to 40 tonight and uh, be very, very careful. That atmospheric river is considered strong to extreme and you can watch for water ponding on the freeways and roadways with power outages possible. Understand about 22,000 people are without power this morning because of those high winds. Oh, gosh. Well, thankfully, we are not getting those frigid temperatures that we had just prior to Christmas. So hopefully that power will be back on very soon. Currently, it is 53 degrees at St. Joseph's Catholic Church in Vancouver. And in the south end of the valley, it's 51 at St. Mary's in Eugene. For us Catholics, we know, well, the party has only just begun. We are now in the Christmas season coming through Advent and, of course, the beautiful celebrations of Christmas in Mass. And we've heard that saying, keeping Christ in Christmas. But what exactly does that mean? Well, joining me today is Michael Davis. He is the host of Common Sense on Social Justice. Well, for more than a year, Michael's been on our standalone podcast, bringing you common sense and a fresh perspective to creating a just society. So how was Christ's birth central to the creation of a just society. Well, Michael is joining us today to talk a little bit more about that. Good morning, Michael. Thanks for joining us today. Yes, and thank you, and Merry Christmas. And Merry Christmas to you, too. As I said, Michael, we talked about this. Let's keep Christ in Christmas. But then that means what? Are we celebrating a birthday? Christ's birth, though, you says, is so much more deeper than just, well, candles on a cake, like we would expect our birthdays to be uh right uh we kind of uh treat it that way but um you know two thousand years later is it really all that significant to celebrate a birth if it has no significance within the rest of history and when you look at the the actual people that were there at the around that whole story which is about in Luke's and Matthew's Gospels, covers about a two-year period, not just his birth, because the Magi were there, obviously, uh, quite a bit of time mm-hmm. after his birth. But these individuals would have seen the birth of Christ as something quite the opposite of the way we view it. 
Well, just in the story of itself, the savior of the world, the king of kings, he's born to the world in a stable or in a cave even maybe. We think about Bethlehem during that time, not necessarily even particularly cold. So how do we, this this view of the savior of the world born into such poor, meager setting, how does that set the stage for a just society? Yeah, it really sets the stage right at the angel's message to the, the shepherds. Really, that's the first event to kick off things. I mean, of course, you've got during Mary's pregnancy and all that, the events with Elizabeth and stuff. But right at the time of the birth, the very thing that set the stage was the angel's message to the shepherds that this king has been born. And their central message, what this all means is peace on earth. And so there's something very significant going on, especially considering that he was not born in America mm-hmm. or born in Southern California or something, but born in the middle of an oppressive empire. Michael, the first people to get that message of the angels, the shepherds. Now, there must be something significant about these shepherds, these these young men that were out in the night watching their sheep. And then angels came to them first. So what does that tell us? Yeah. And it wasn't even just the shepherds. It was the shepherds on the graveyard shift. Exactly. (laughs) We're talking about people that totally did not matter. Uh, And, and, uh, and people that we wouldn't consider scholars, theological professors or anything. They're just these, these guys out in the middle of the night on the graveyard shift, watching these sheep and I can only imagine the conversations they would have, you know, during their work. But just like us, they were clocking in, clocking out each day. And um, I think to me what the significance is, is you've got this empire, this world system that has pushed you out to the edge, to the fringe of society where you don't matter you don't have any rights and we're appearing to you as we're, we're just, we're not preachers. We actual angels <laughs> appearing and saying, we want you to be the ones to know that this King is born because he came uh, to bring justice for you. And, you know, we've unfortunately in Christianity, we've separated uh, justice from salvation, not seeing it mm. all as integrated because salvation is not uh, again i was raised uh, protestant and salvation is not pray receive jesus go to heaven type of thing but salvation is no there's this absolute renewal this new sabbath that's coming on the earth michael davis is joining me today he's the host of common sense on social justice a standalone podcast that you have access to on the hail mary media app and also through materdayradio.com well michael we're talking about these characters of the nativity well we call them the three wise men sometimes the three kings Mm -hmm. now they have come from different areas of the of the countryside, so to speak. And it obviously, as you said in the opening, took them a little while to get there, upwards of two years. Now, what is their observations now as this birth has happened? They've made their trip, and now they come upon the King of Kings. Yeah, these three individuals have always fascinated me. And their stories outside of this gospel counts as well in, in the Hindu faith of these people and different ones. But, you know, these were not... Uh, Jewish people. They were not 
people who belong to Judaism. Uh, they obviously, they read the stars <laughs> to even understand who this king was that's being born. But from their standpoint, they're Eastern thinkers, they're uh, non-Jewish thinkers. And to them, it's like, okay, something is so <clears throat> significant in this king that we are willing to travel long distances across the desert and we're willing to give this king's parents extravagant gifts because this is bigger than Herod. This is bigger than Caesar. This is something to them, and we don't really know, but something to them said, this is changing history. Uh, we're doing a complete turnaround in history. Well, more than 2,000 years ago, the Christ child was born, but every year, it's renewed that mm -hmm. joy that we experience the redeemer has been born so now how do we take this joy this christmas and advent preparation time it, it we got a long year to look forward to how do with a sense of social justice do we mm -hmm. carry the meaning of the birth of christ into our daily lives and into our work mm -hmm. and especially to those who well, are living on the margins of our society, who a just society is meant to help. Yeah, I mean, Jesus was not born so that we could, um, you know, have Christmas presents, Christmas trees, right. Christmas movies. I mean, it's so funny because we are exhausted after the Christmas mm -hmm. season. That's so opposite because Jesus came to bring the new Sabbath, which is rest, you know. Uh, but... Before Jesus went back up into heaven, he told the, the disciples, go and make disciples of all nations. A disciple is someone who imitates the master. So he's saying, make people who imitate me. Well, what did he do? He healed the sick. He defended the poor and needy. He confronted the corrupt systems that were in place. He called people out of their darkness into light he uh he associated with prostitutes and tax collectors and all of them he as and it really comes to bear in his time in the gospels where he's wailing and he says oh jerusalem jerusalem how long i have gathered long to gather you as a chick hen gathers her chicks and other it's a gathering in like, mm -hmm. come on, people come out of the darkness into the light. And, and Matthew 25, which I talk about in the podcast is really where he spells it out that on judgment day, you've got the sheep and goats and the sheep are those who house the homeless, fed the hungry, who visit those in prison, visit the sick, clothe the naked, man, you know, it was all about bringing justice and the prophets in the old Testament testify heavily to this Messiah bringing about justice. Oh, well, the true meaning of Christmas wrapped up mm -hmm. all right there for sure, Michael. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for joining me today. Another great podcast. I encourage all of our listeners, well, sometime this week, please listen to that and maybe use that podcast and your upcoming podcast to think about this new year and ways that we can even find deeper understanding of social justice and make decisions based upon that. Michael, you know, for us, as I said, well, the Christmas season has just, just begun. So a very Merry Christmas to you. Thanks for your time today. Yes. And thank you. And a happy new year to you as well.
Monterey Radio, the bridge between your faith and everyday life. That's right. Christmas is a season. It's not just a single day. And we've got some great Christmas resources for you at MontredayRadio.com and the Hail Mary Media app to help you thoroughly enjoy this season. Don't forget, we've got that beautiful Marian calendar for 2023. There are more than two dozen Marian feast days, and you can keep up with all of them by getting one of those calendars. You can download it at Monterey radio.com and the Hail Mary Media app or just drop us a line. All the details on how to do that are right there for you and we'd love to send you one of those beautiful calendars to inspire you with Our Lady throughout the new year here at Mater Day Radio. Support for Mater Day Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members including Dr. Mark Bianco Family Dentist. Dr. Bianco practices family dentistry in the neighborhood of 122nd Avenue and Stark Street in Southeast Portland. Dr. Bianco Family Dentist, online at biancodentistry.com or 503-252-1722. That's 503-252-1722. From Mark chapter 5, when Jesus got out of the boat, a man with an unclean spirit ran up screaming and gnashing, and then bowed down. Jesus spoke, Come out of the man, you unclean spirit. The unclean spirit then entered nearby swine. Jesus told the man, Go home to your people and report what great things the Lord has done for you, having mercy on you. Do you and I have unclean spirits and at times act a little bit crazy? Life today provides many opportunities to have anxiety, to worry about matters, and beat ourselves up. As we age, we may look back with regrets and remorse, going crazy, overthinking. Instead, let's remember Jesus' words, focusing instead on the great things the Lord has done for us and the times He has shown us His mercy. This has been a bit of Catholic encouragement from Michael Gisandi. Hi everyone, this is David from Day Radio's Morning Blend. I would like to invite you to check out my new podcast, On The Go, where I have a chance to visit with coaches, musicians, artists, and more. We go a little bit more in depth with the podcast, which hopefully gives you a little more insight into the good folks we talk to. It's On The Go, available on your favorite podcast platform or Day Radio's free Hail Mary media app. I'll talk to you soon. The Morning Blend, two hours a day for two times the fun. Two times the fun. On Mater Day Radio, the station dedicated to the Blessed Virgin Mary. 726 at Mater Day Radio and storms all over the place from the East Coast to a, a bomb cyclone hitting Buffalo, New York, as well as an atmospheric river here in the Pacific Northwest. We'll bring you an update just ahead. And did the Christmas holiday leave you? Maybe in need of forgiveness. Well, Pope Francis calls for peace and forgiveness throughout this new year. I'll have his story for you, plus more coming up in news, just about three minutes. Here is Steve Angrizano and Sarah Hart. May your kingdom come. And we are the Morning Blend right here at Mater Day Radio, leading souls to Jesus through the Blessed Virgin Mary.
That is Steve Angrizano. May your kingdom come. It's 7.30 right here at Mater Day Radio. And in your news, a strong low pressure system is delivering heavy rain and strong winds across the Pacific Northwest. Right now, 244 electrical outages are being reported with over 21,000 customers without electricity. The storm is causing trees to come down, power outages, areas of flooding, and along the coast, some huge surf and storm surges. Power outages have already been reported along the coast here in the Willamette Valley. In Portland, 24-hour rain totals of an inch and a half to two inches are expected. There's also strong wind with southerly wind gusts 45 to 55 miles per hour across the valley. Meanwhile, snow levels rest well above the mountain passes today. Colder temperatures arrive late tonight, which should bring the snow down into the passes this evening and into Wednesday and Thursday. A deadly winter storm in western New York has claimed the lives of at least 28 people, officials have confirmed. The deadly blizzard dumped more than five to six feet of snow in Erie County, burying homes and roads in Waterton, Hamburg, and Buffalo, New York. The freezing weather knocked out power for tens of thousands of customers across western New York. As of this morning, National Grid said power service had been restored to about 93,000 customers, 
with about 3,000 still expecting power to come back. A travel ban is in effect for the city of Buffalo to keep roads clear for emergency personnel and for the protection of residents. Well, during that Arctic blast that hit the Pacific Northwest, the Portland Water Bureau said they responded to at least a 1,000 calls for assistance in doing emergency water shutoff. The calls came from all sorts of places, Felicia Heaton from the Bureau said, homes, apartments, and businesses. The Bureau also saw nearly 20 water main breaks between Thursday and Friday. One of the bigger breaks was at Southwest 1st and Arthur Street in downtown Portland. A 16-inch main break sent water gushing, lifting the pavement. And Rick Graves, public information officer for the Portland Fire and Rescue, said his agency responded to more than 300 calls with water emergencies. Graves shared some tips about how homeowners can help out when waiting for emergency responders, including by finding their home's water main shut off, having a few tools to turn off the water on their own. I do know where my water main is. Uh, and I think that I would have enough bravery to stick my hand down in there. It's right at the front of the house, but it's not, uh, you know, you got to lift that heavy. I think it's like a cement brick that that's over the top of it. And uh, there's always spider webs, though, in there. So I'd have to get some gloves on to get over that. But it's always good to know how to shut the water off to your home. Well, Pope Francis on Monday called on Catholics to pray for those who have harmed them and those persecuted as he renewed his Christmas call for peace in Ukraine and worldwide. Speaking to the crowd gathered in St. Peter's Square after praying the Angelus on December 26, the pontiff said, I renew my wish for peace, peace in families, peace in parishes and religious communities, peace in movements and associations, and peace for those war-torn peoples, and peace for the dear and martyred Ukraine. The Pope added, let us ask the newborn Jesus for the newest of a heart capable of forgiveness. We all need a forgiving heart. A fire broke out at a Puget Sound Energy substation in Graham, Washington late on Sunday. The four such power facility vandalized on Christmas Day in South Pierce County outside of Tacoma. Another PSE substation was hit by vandalism earlier Sunday, as were two Tacoma public utility facilities, leaving more than 14,000 customers without power on Christmas Day, including in Graham and Elk Plain, according to the Pierce County Sheriff's Department. Equipment was damaged in each incident. TPU said the attacks occurred after federal law enforcement officials warned earlier this month of a possible threat to the local electric grid. The Sheriff's Department was investigating. Sheriff's Department Sergeant Darren Moss said there was nothing new to report in the ongoing probe, including whether the destruction of property was believed to be coordinated effort to disrupt power. And it was unclear whether the incidents were linked to similar occurrences in other parts of Washington State as well as Oregon. Well, amid inflation and no changes on the federal level, multiple states will be raising their minimum wage in 2023. Now, the federal minimum wage in the U.S. is set at $7.25. That's a rate that hasn't changed since 2009. Now, Oregon's rate will rise from the current $13.50 
to a yet-to-be-determined number based on the Consumer Price Index, a figure released by the U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics. Now, the minimum wage in Washington will increase to $15.74 on January 1st. And younger workers ages 14 to 15 can expect to be paid $13.38 an hour. It's 85% of the standard minimum wage. But if you're a business in Seattle, well, the requirements are a little different. Beginning January 1st, businesses with over 501 employees will be required to pay $18.69 an hour and businesses with 500 or fewer employees, $16.50. And in sports, the Portland Trailblazers honored Damian Lillard last night at the Moda Center in their first home game since Lillard passed Clyde the Glide Drexler as the leading scorer in team history. Litter was saluted with a standing ovation in the first quarter of Portland's game against the Charlotte Hornets, as well as a ceremony for Lillard on the court after the game. And speaking of the game, the Portland Trailblazers back in the win column, defeating the Hornets 124-113. Jeremy Grant led all scorers with 32 points, along with 10 rebounds and 5 assists, while Yosef Nurkic added a season-high 28 points, along with 15 rebounds. The Blazers improved to 18-16 and 16 on the season, and they'll travel down to the Bay Area to battle Golden State tomorrow night with a 7 o'clock tip. On the day after Christmas, the Pope traditionally leads the Midday Angelus in St. Peter's Square as he does on Sundays. Well, that is the feast of the first Christian martyr, St. Stephen, whose death is recounted in Acts of the Apostles. And in his reflection, Pope Francis noted the celebration of martyrs, St. Stephen, and the Holy Innocence, which we celebrate tomorrow during this octave of Christmas. He said, the liturgy really seems to want to steer us away from the world of lights, lunches, and gifts in which we might indulge somewhat these days. Why, Pope Francis says. He said, because Christmas is not the fairy tale of the birth of a king, but it is the coming of the Savior who frees us from evil by taking upon himself our selfishness and sin. Now, the Holy Father noted that in our own day, there are more martyrs than in the early times, and he urged us to pray for our persecuted brothers and sisters. But he also suggested a question. It will do us good to ask ourselves, do I bear witness to Christ? And how can we improve on this? And Pope Francis, well, he gives us a few options. He says, through charity, St. Stephen's first witness was not given in words, but through the love with which he served those most in need. Secondly, welcoming the word of God and sharing it. St. Stephen shared the faith in the light of the word of God and the teachings of the apostles. And lastly, which seems to be a theme this year, forgiveness. Pope Francis said Stephen's greatest testimony is yet another, that he knew how to unite charity and proclamation left it to us to the point of his death when following the example of Jesus, he forgave his killers. Pope Francis concludes, let us ask the newborn Jesus for the newest of a heart capable of forgiveness. It's time to find out what's going on in our Catholic community. 
And coming up tomorrow evening at 6.30, it is a Mass for the Feast of the Holy Innocents. That's at St. Elizabeth and Seton Catholic Church in Aloha. 6.30 Rosary, followed by Mass at 7 o'clock. Please join this Elizabeth and Seton Parish community in prayer for all deceased children, especially those who have died before birth or baptism, and for the victims of abortion. Mass will be bilingual in English and Spanish. And remember, you can find details on these and other events. Just head over to our community calendar, materdayradio.com, and of course, the free Hail Mary media app. And we're settling down an atmospheric river this morning. We'll have a check of that forecast and the wind advisory and everything going on with that right after this. Support for Matre Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including Best Buy in Town Landscape Supply. Since 1984, Best Buy in Town has been supplying the area with landscape products and services, including bark dust blowing, rock, soil, sod, and recycler of yard debris. Located at 2200 Cornelius Pass Road in Hillsboro. Online at bestbuybark.com or 503-645-6665. Support for Matraday Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including True North Retirement Advisors, a clear path to financial freedom. With decades of experience, True North Retirement Advisors helps business owners exit their business and retire with financial security. Information on how to get started with the business exit strategy plan and scheduling a no-cost consultation is available online at truenorthretirementadvisors.com. Please join me, Monsignor Gerard O'Connor, and the listeners of Martyr Day Radio as we pray for the intercession of St. Michael the Archangel. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. St. Michael the Archangel, defend us in our battle. Be our protection against the wickedness and snares of the devil. May God rebuke him, we humbly pray. And do thou, Prince of Heavenly Hosts, by the power of God, cast into hell Satan and all evil spirits who prowl about the world seeking the ruin of souls. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. For more prayer resources, and to let us know how we can pray for your intentions, please visit us online at materdayradio.com forward slash prayer, or call our prayer hotline at 503-285-3737. That's materdayradio.com forward slash prayer. This is Archbishop Alexander Sample of the Archdiocese of Portland in Oregon, inviting you to join me for the Voice of the Shepherd. I always look forward to our time together to discuss issues that matter most to our families and to the church. Catch the Voice of the Shepherd with Portland Archbishop Alexander Sample and me, Dina Marie, your host, each Tuesday night at 7.30, Saturday afternoon at 3.30, and Sunday morning at 7.30 on Mater Day Radio, leading souls to Jesus through the Blessed Virgin Mary. And it is 7.43 here at Mater Day Radio. We'll expect a very wet, windy drive in this morning. If you're heading to work and around the valley, Lots of standing water on the road, so definitely take a little time this morning heading into work. We've had nearly two inches of rain come down in the last 24 hours. We've got a wet week ahead also. Wind advisory is still in effect until this afternoon. Daytime highs reaching to the mid-50s today. Now, overnight, we're cooling down to the lower 40s. Then tomorrow, well, more cooler temperatures, keeping us in the 40s. About a 65% chance of rain tomorrow. 
and it's going to keep up all the way into the weekend. 50 degrees right now at Our Lady of the Lake Parish in Lake Oswego. And it is 52 degrees at the Pastoral Center here in Portland. So do you have any resolutions for the new year? And if so, do any involve your finances? So 2023 is just around the corner, and that could mean some money challenges are ahead. To give us a peek into January is Ashley Mishike, CEO of True North Retirement Advisors here in the Portland area and a valued member of Mater Dei Radio's Leadership Circle. She's also a parishioner at Christ the King Catholic Church in Milwaukee. Good morning, Ashley. Good morning, David. So we are looking ahead to 2023, which is amazing, you know, not that far away, really. Of course, a lot of people look at their finances as they head into the new year, and and that could be some challenges, and we don't don't quite know what the future has in store for us. So I'll start you out with an easy question this morning. Uh, What's the stock market going to do in 2023? (laughs) (laughs) Well, hopefully it'll be better than it was in 2022. That's true. Well, it's been on a little bit of a a high note here the last several days. I've been taking a peek at it. So, you know, hopefully that trend will continue. But when you look to the new year, I mean, what are some of the challenges that you see for folks, particularly retirees who are, you know, trying to prepare and strategize? Yeah, well, you just hit it on the head. And one of those unique challenges is coming off of portfolio declines or, you know, declines in your 401k or your investments from 2022. And uh, what was unique or what is unique about this particular year is that even conservative investors, people who had maybe a lot in, in bonds and maybe not a lot in stocks, still got hit pretty hard this year. And I think we're on track to have the worst calendar year for bonds ever. Mm. So it's been a very difficult, challenging year for you know, conservative and more aggressive investors alike. And so that's, I think, one of the unique challenges uh, looking ahead to 2023 is, you know, how do we deal with that and and needing to recover from that, especially if you're recently retired or very close to retirement. Right. A lot of people are looking at their 401k values and thinking, goodness, you know, when is this going to come back? Mm-hmm. Now, typically, the good news is we do see, on the whole, over the course of time, you know, it does slowly grow. Obviously, we have these dips. And so I think you've said before, you don't want to panic. Right. Yeah. And and I've been telling clients, especially those who are thinking about retiring in the next maybe six to 12 months, is that they don't like hearing this, but, you know, I tell them you might want to wait a little, just a little bit longer, even if you wait an extra six months or 12 months, just so you allow your investments to recover, especially if you're going to rely on uh, withdrawals from, you know, taking money out of your 401k to supplement social security and other sources of income. We want to try to wait for that to recover before we start dipping into the portfolio, because that can make the problem worse. Right. So, um, you know, and and it doesn't necessarily mean working full time longer. A lot of my clients these days are doing maybe uh, part time work or some type of consulting work, and that kind of fills that gap between you know what they need to live on and uh, not having to take out money from their investments. 
when it's down mm-hmm. like it is. Sure, that's a very good point. Speaking with Ashley Mishike again, she is the CEO of True North Retirement Advisors here in the greater Portland area and a member of our Leadership Circle team. So what about health care costs? What are you seeing for the new year? And, and again, if you're looking toward retirement, what to expect or what to plan for? Yeah, one of the unique things about um, health care costs in 2022 is that it really diverged from inflation. So inflation was really hot this year. It was, you know, 7 8% for most of the year. But health care costs were actually significantly less than the overall rate of inflation, which is unique. Yeah. Normally, healthcare costs increase at about double the rate of inflation. Um, but I think that that's just a, a, a delay in the increase. And um, I was reading a survey recently where health insurance costs are expected to jump about over seven, about seven and a half percent next year. Mm. So I think that that's probably going, you know, back up. Um, whereas we've had a little bit of a reprieve the last couple of years from significant increases in, in health care costs. Right. What, what, do you, what, so, do you say, what, what do you say to clients about health care costs and how to deal with those? Well, a lot of people think that once they're covered by Medicare, that health insurance or, you know, they're not going to pay anything out of pocket, but that's really not the case. For most people, I find that uh, it, it, it depends on obviously what plan you're on and, and all those things. But, you know, if you budget appropriately, most people end up paying around $1,000 a month in retirement for health care costs. And, and like I said, that can vary a lot. But right. the key is to understand what the expected healthcare costs are going to be in your situation. And it's not hard to figure that out because it's based on where you live and income and things like that. Um, but budget for that. $1,000 a month is a big expense in retirement. It's one mm-hmm. of the biggest for, for most retirees. And there's really no escaping that. Um so we have to plan that healthcare costs are continue to rise, and since there's really no solution for bringing them down meaningfully on the horizon, we just need to budget for that appropriately and make sure that retirees are accounting for that when they think about, okay, what's my spending going to be in retirement? Right. So for folks who are considering Social Security in the new year or folks who are already receiving Social Security, what's the future hold? Well, the nice thing is about Social Security is it got a pretty big boost uh, for 2023. So most people who are uh, taking Social Security, um, I think it went up around 8% or maybe close to 9%. Mm-hmm. But So that will help um, to kind of bridge that gap of spending because retirees have been seeing eye-popping prices when they go to the gas station, the grocery store, and they're, if, if they're relying a lot on Social Security, that has not changed. Well, they'll get a, a boost in 2023, which is nice. Right. And, and again, speaking of inflation, just we, we saw today it, it, it was easing a little bit in the last report for, for last month. Hopefully 2023, at least from what I read, it's supposed to ease even more in the new year. So we'll certainly hope for that. Yes, absolutely. And I think that's the biggest issue facing retirees or people who are close to retirement is that, you know, if inflation goes down, it's likely to come down gradually and it could stay higher. Or I would say elevated for a while, maybe four or five percent. We're so used to two, three percent inflation over the last 15 years or so 
that were not used to it. And a lot of retirees haven't planned for four or 5% inflation. So I, I really do hope that it comes back down to say even 3% would be fantastic. So we want to just plan for that. Maybe it could stay elevated. Does your plan for retirement still work if inflation is a little bit higher than what you expected it to be? And, you know, uh, making adjustments to cut back where necessary um, to account for the fact that inflation and prices might be higher for, you know, the next couple of years, right. even though it's starting to come down. Mm-hmm. And then too, as we look toward the end of the year, of course, we're in Christmas season, people buying gifts. I would assume that if people are buying with credit cards, your best advice would be to, to pay them off as quickly as you can. Yes. Or just don't do it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah the uh, rates, the higher interest rates this year has trickled through every aspect of consumer finances from, you know, car loans, mortgages, credit cards. Rates are pretty sky high right now, especially on credit cards. So, you know, we can get creative and cut back. Ashley Mishake, CEO, True North Retirement Advisors and a valued member of Day Radio's Leadership Circle. Ashley, great to talk with you. Thanks for uh, looking into the new year for us. We do appreciate that, and we wish you and your family Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. Thank you, David. Merry Christmas to you, too. All right. God bless. And it is 7.53 here at Day Radio. Well, that interview... That's a podcast at materdayradio.com. You know, you can go to our webpage and find all kinds of resources, but right there on the front page, all of our locally produced shows, they are made into podcasts. And the individual interviews you listen to on the Morning Blend, well, those are podcasts also. But even easier access, download the free Hail Mary media app, and then you have access to all of our great podcasts. You can plug in your phone on your way home and listen to great Catholic broadcasting. You also have access to our wonderful prayer library. So download it today. It is the free Hail Mary media app. Support for Day Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including Dr. Mark Bianco, Family Dentist. Dr. Bianco practices family dentistry in the neighborhood of 122nd Avenue and Stark Street in Southeast Portland. Dr. Bianco Family Dentist, online at biancodentistry.com or 503-252-1722. That's 503-252-1722. Bringing souls to Jesus through the Blessed Virgin Mary. This is Modern Day Radio, KBVM, Portland, Salem, Vancouver, KMME, Cottage Grove, Eugene, Springfield, Translator, K235BF, Eugene, and streaming at moderndayradio.com. Christopher Minutes, thoughts on making every day count. I'm Tony Rossi. The late pollster George Gallup was a man of faith, faith in his work and faith in God. In part, he came to God through his work with statistics. He once said he could prove the existence of God statistically. As an example, he used the human body. Gallup said, The chance that all the harmonious functions of a human body would just happen is a statistical monstrosity. The existence of human beings, in other words, defies all the laws of probability and implies the existence of God. Now, we all have different ways of coming to God. Some people find it harder to see Him than others. But give God a chance. Take time to search for Him in your own way. 
This message was brought to you by the Christophers. Thanks for listening, and remember that it's better to light one candle than to curse the darkness. Support for Matra Day Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including the Catholic Youth Organization and Camp Howard. CYO offers local youth positive sports activities throughout the school year and summer camp programs at Camp Howard near scenic Mount Hood. Sports and camp registration information can be found on the web at cyocamphoward.org. That's cyocamphoward.org. A great way to support Mater Day Radio is through our Leadership Circle. These are businesses and organizations whose names you hear on the air every day. They believe in our mission of providing the region with positive Catholic radio programs of faith and hope. Simply put, our Leadership Circle members keep our broadcast strong through their financial generosity. If you run a business or organization, please join us. We need you. Information on our Leadership Circle at materdayradio.com. The Morning Blend. It's a cup of joy with David and Brenda on Mater Day Radio. 756 at Mater Day Radio, where we're celebrating the feast of St. John the Apostle and uh, experiencing some power outages around the area. Where were you when the lights went out? We'll have details just ahead. And an Anglican bishop announces a little bit of a career change to Catholic priests. I'll explain that change and how it's happening right after Awaken the Saint. Hey everyone, I'm Sophia with Awaken Catholic and this is Awaken the Saint. In the famous painting of the Last Supper by Da Vinci, there seems to be chaos erupting at the captured Passover meal right before the Passion. The disciples are in shock as the news of Christ's death is the hot topic for the night. Some attempting to reason with him or even denounce his death amongst themselves. There's one figure on the left of Jesus who is the only one in total serenity of the situation. The beloved disciple, the one whom Jesus loved most. We know him as the author of the Gospel of John, some of the letters, and most likely the book of Revelation. John the Apostle was there with Jesus in the beginning of his ministry and would be the only disciple to travel with him all the way to the foot of the cross and even become the only apostle not to receive a martyr's death. He was the apostle present in both the good times and the bad. Before his ministry years with Jesus, the son of Zebedee was believed to be a disciple of John the Baptist. It didn't take much convincing for John to leave his fishing nets behind and follow when Christ called him, his brother James, and Peter. These three would also journey with Jesus up the mountain to witness his transfiguration and were overwhelmed with his full majesty. The highest of high on the mountaintop quickly became the lowest of lows as Jesus hung on the cross shortly after. John being the only disciple to follow Jesus to Calvary was given the responsibility of accepting the mother of God as the mother of the church and her people. But he was there. He didn't and couldn't abandon Jesus in his time of need. Following the resurrection of Christ and the descent of the Holy Spirit at Pentecost, John began preaching throughout Jerusalem and Ephesus. But as we all know after the Gospels, life didn't come easier for anyone. Even John, who escaped martyrdom, faced terrible persecutions. On one account, John was chasing out a demon from a pagan temple when the worshipers attempted to stone the apostle. Miraculously, the stones reversed their path and began striking the accusers instead. Another tradition recounted Emperor Domitian's cruel punishment. John was dragged to Rome following Pentecost and was beaten, poisoned, and thrown right into the vat of boiling oil. To the emperor's fear and surprise, John climbed right back out unharmed and continued preaching. 
Because he survived until the year 101, he was able to pass along the new traditions and good news to the next generations of saints of the early church, like St. Polycarp and Ignatius of Antioch. He wasn't meant to die a martyr's death like his brothers in Christ because his mission wasn't complete. John experienced both the joys of ministry life and the true sufferings of the cross. It's not an either or scenario for Christians to follow Christ only in the highest of highs, but also in the darkest moments of the soul. It's easy to praise God when we have all the comforts we want, but do we really remember to give praise when we're feeling completely lost or the going gets tough? May we journey through the side of heaven with the weight of the cross and the help of our Blessed Mother as we journey through this joyful Christmas season. St. John the Apostle, pray for us. And that is Awaken the Saint. For more information about the saints or to access all of the Christmas resources, head over to our free Hail Mary media app. Details on how to download that can be found at materdayradio.com. It's 8 o'clock. And in your news, a strong low-pressure system is delivering heavy rain and strong winds across the Pacific Northwest this morning. Right now, power outages are being reported along the Oregon coast, the Willamette Valley, due to high wind and rain. 451 outages being reported by PGE right now, leaving 27,000 customers without electricity as of 756. In Portland, 24-hour rain totals could range between an inch and a half to two inches. There also is going to be strong winds, southerly wind gusts reaching 45 to 55 miles an hour across the valley. Meanwhile, snow levels rest well above in mountain passes until tomorrow as colder temperatures arrive overnight that'll bring the snow down into the passes tomorrow as well as on thursday as concerns mount over israel's new hardline government the church leaders in the holy land have lamented increased discrimination against the christian community and urged youth not to leave in their annual Christmas message, the patriarchs and head of the churches in Jerusalem said assaults include attacks against their person, defamation of their churches and cemeteries, unwarranted restrictions against their attendance in worship, and legal threats against their possession and management of church properties. Well, as a result of this oppression, they said many young people are leaving in search of places of greater opportunity, meaning the Christian presence in the Holy Land, which makes up roughly 2% of the general population, diminishing even further. Now, church leaders voice gratitude to Christians throughout the world who are now returning to the Holy Land on pilgrimage after a hiatus due to COVID-19. And they encourage pilgrims to not only visit the holy sites of Jerusalem, but also to engage with and support the living stones of the local Christian presence whose families have helped build and tend those venerable sites across the centuries. Ukraine's foreign minister is calling for a peace summit to be held at the end of February to end the war in his country, but says Russia would have to face a war crime tribunal before Kiev engages directly with Moscow. Dmitro Klobala Ukraine's foreign minister made the proposal Monday during an interview with the Associated Press. He also said Ukraine will do all it can to win the war in the year ahead. Every war ends in a diplomatic way, Kobala told the AP. Every war ends as a result of the actions taken on the battlefield and at the negotiating table. 
Klubala said that the Ukraine wants the summit to be held at the United Nations with Secretary General Antonio Gutierrez serving as a mediator. Well, a former Anglican bishop of Rochester in the U.S., Michael Nazir Ali, was received into the Roman Catholic Church last month through a structure created in 2011 by Benedict XVI to welcome Anglicans wishing to join the Catholic Church. With the permission of the Holy See, said a statement, he will be ordained to the Catholic priesthood for the ordinariate in due course. Now, Pakistani-born Michael Nazir Ali was ordained in the Church of England in 1974, was a member of the Second International Anglican Roman Catholic Commission and the International Anglican Roman Catholic Commission for Unity and Mission. Now, explaining his choice to join the Catholic Church, he stressed that the Anglican desire to adhere to apostolic, patristic, and conciliar teachings can now best be maintained in the ordinariate. Now, since the ordinariate's inception, more than 80 former Anglican priests have joined. Most now serve as deacons and priests in the Catholic Church. You may notice a smaller paycheck in the new year. Oregon's Paid Family and Medical Leave Program will begin collecting money from workers and businesses starting January 1st, and employees will be able to start applying for benefits on September 3rd. The program will cover leave for the birth or adoption of a child, for serious injury or illness, for taking care of seriously ill family members, and for survivors of domestic violence, sexual assault, stalking, or harassment, according to the state. Starting January 1st, workers will pay 0.6% of their gross wages every paycheck, and big employers will contribute an additional 0.4% to fund the program. For the first eight months of 2023, the state will use that money to build up a fund that they'll start tapping into in September to pay benefits for workers. And the new national estimates show Oregon losing population as deaths outpace births and fewer people move here from other states. Now, the preliminary estimates from the U.S. Census Bureau released last Thursday are alarming to state economists. Oregon's population decreased by over 16,000 people between July July 2021, July of 2022. That's a 0.4% drop from the previous year. This marks the first time Oregon has seen a population decrease since 1983. Now, the 2022 decline appears to come from a drop in people moving to Oregon. Since deaths usually outpace births in Oregon, the state has relied on migration to boost its population numbers. But this year, Oregon had a negative 17,000 net domestic migrations compared to last year, meaning... 17,000 more people left Oregon than moved here. A fire broke out at a Puget Sound Energy substation in Graham, Washington late on Sunday. The four such power facility vandalized on Christmas Day in South Pierce County outside of Tacoma. Another PSE substation was hit by vandalism earlier Sunday, as were two Tacoma public utility facilities, leaving more than 14,000 customers without power, including in Graham and Elk Plain, according to the Pierce County Sheriff's Department. Equipment was damaged in East. Each incident. 
And despite a record number of homicides in Portland this year, detectives are solving a higher percentage of those cases according to newly released data. As of December 16th, Portland's homicide clearance rate for 2022 was 53%. That's up from 48% last year. Now, Portland Police Spokesperson Sergeant Kevin Allen admitted there's no clear explanation for the improved numbers. The Bureau has added additional detectives to the homicide unit, he said. But even with the extra detectives, investigators are still struggling to keep up. And in sports, the 26th Les Swab Invitational Boys Basketball Tournament tipped off yesterday at Liberty High School in Hillsboro, and Central Catholic took out Lake Oswego 64-53 in the opening night of action. Isaac Carr scored 19 points to go with six rebounds and three steals, and the Rams used a 23-6 first quarter to cruise past the Lakers. Reserves Amir Pascal had 16 points, and Gray Thompson added 11 points and eight rebounds off the bench as Central Catholic ran the record up to 4-2. and two. In tonight's action, Jesuit will play their first round game against Sierra Canyon, tipping off at 7.30 tonight. Well, the church remembers the Feast of the Holy Innocents on December 28th, also making it a special day of remembrance of all suffering children in the world. Now, the Vatican's directory on popular piety and liturgy details a few ideas for honoring the unborn as well as supporting pregnant women on this day. Since the 6th century, December 28th, the church has celebrated the memory of those children killed because of Herod's rage against Christ. And liturgical tradition refers to them as the holy innocents and regards them as martyrs. Then the directory offers a few suggestions for observing this feast it says in our own times children suffer innumerable forms of violence that threaten their lives dignity and right to education on this day it's appropriate to recall the vast hosts of children not yet born who have been killed under the cover of laws permitting abortion which is an abominable crime now mindful of these specific problems popular piety in many places has inspired acts of worship as well as displays of charity, which provide assistance to pregnant mothers, encourage adoption, and the promotion and education of children. So in the midst of this Christmas season, let tomorrow's feast remain a day of joy and sadness, recalling God's mysterious plan that is often difficult for us to understand. It's time to find out what's going on in our Catholic community. And this Saturday at 9 a.m., it's weekly Catholic in Recovery meetings at Sacred Heart Parish in Portland. Catholic in Recovery has resumed its Portland area general recovery meetings available to those dealing with any kind of addiction or unhealthy attachment. Used in connection with faithful practice of the sacraments, there is great spiritual fruit in these meetings. And remember, you can find details on these and other events. Head over to the community calendar, materdayradio.com, the Hail Mary media app. Well, winter and the holidays can be a challenge on our mental health. Brenda speaks with Chris Faddis of Solidarity HealthShare with some good tips on how you can preserve your mental health. And we'll check the weather after this. 
Support for Mater Dei Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including Best Buy in Town Landscape Supply. Since 1984, Best Buy in Town has been supplying the area with landscape products and services, including bark dust blowing, rock, soil, sod, and recycler of yard debris. Located at 2200 Cornelius Pass Road in Hillsboro. Online at bestbybark.com or 503-645-6665. Join Mater Day Radio and Monsignor John Syak with a morning blessing. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Heavenly Father, we beg you for your blessing this day, knowing how good you are, and how you treat us not according to our sinfulness, but according to your mercy. We ask you to bless all the people listening, wherever they are, in their homes, in their cars, at work, and that you would give them the grace that they need to be holy this day. You would send the Holy Spirit to them, send our Blessed Mother Mary to intercede for us. And may the blessing of Almighty God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit descend upon you and remain with you forever. Amen. For more prayer resources and to let us know how we can pray for your intentions, please visit MatriDayRadio.com. At University of Portland, we celebrate the Christmas season as a time to rejoice in the birth of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We strive to follow his example of kindness, generosity, and love as we fulfill our Holy Cross mission of educating the whole person. We believe in education with a deeper purpose and inspire students to become compassionate, critical thinkers engaged in a lifetime of faith-driven leadership and service. This is Father Peter Walsh from University of Portland's Campus Ministry wishing you and your family a very Merry Christmas. Get 2023 off to a powerful start with Mater Dei Radio's Hail Mary Media app. Make your resolution to grow closer to Christ in the new year, and we'll give you the tools to achieve that goal, including a huge library of audio, video, and text prayers. You could even set a customized schedule of your personal prayer reminders. The Hail Mary Media app also lets you catch a live broadcast of Mater Dei Radio and access podcasts of all our original programming, including shows not available on the radio. Plus, there's unique features in our Catholic Lifestyle section, The Bridge, exciting local events on our interactive community calendar, and much more. Resolve to download it today. Just search Hail Mary Media in the App Store or go to MaterDayRadio.com and follow the instructions. Make 2023 your year to grow closer to Jesus with the Hail Mary Media app. From Day Radio, the bridge between your faith and everyday life. 812 at Mater Dei Radio, the bridge between your faith and everyday life. And we have that wind advisory in effect until 7 o'clock tonight. The atmospheric river is treating us to some strong winds gusting 45 to 55 miles an hour. And more rain on the way up to almost 2 inches by the end of the day. I should reach up to 55 before falling down into the low 40s tonight. Currently, it is 40, uh, excuse me, it is 51 degrees at St. Rose Catholic Church up in Longview. And 52 at St. Joseph the Worker Parish in Portland. Well, how do we find greater joy today? Well, with the Advent and Christmas season upon us, it seems like, well, there is lots of joy to be found. But for some people, well, it's still such a difficult time, especially with all of the domestic and worldwide strife that we face. Well, Gary Zimmick, the author of several books, including From Fear to Faith, Stop Worrying and Start Living, 
also a leading Catholic speaker on the topic of overcoming anxiety. He wrote a piece on five ways to find greater joy today. Well, joining me today to discuss it a little bit more, it is Chris Faddis, co-founder and president of Solidarity HealthShare, a nonprofit healthcare sharing ministry that is faithful to the moral teachings of the Catholic Church. Solidarity HealthShare offers an ethical, affordable alternative to traditional health insurance. Well, good morning, Chris. Thanks so much for joining us. And it's such a wonderful time of year. So we know that, you know, when families and everybody are able to get together, it can be a joyful time. But there are so many people who suffer in the world today. And then when we turn on the news, well, it it, it can be difficult to find the joy. So why is it difficult then that, that all of these different things, especially during this joyful Advent season, they just leak into our everyday life? Yeah, I mean, for one, you know, look, we, we all experience joy, of course, and I think there's a difference between sort of fleeting joy, joyful moments, but also, you know, the deeper-seated joy, um, which really is a fruit of the Holy Spirit, right, that helps and can kind of permeate even difficult times. Um, but it's something we have to work on and, and be aware of, and, and really, you know, if the Spirit is dwelling in you, right, if we, if we have the Holy Spirit in us, then we have the joy we seek. Um, but obviously that can take work and there can be plenty of things in life that can thwart that and make it difficult for us, um, to rely on that Holy Spirit and to, to feel and experience that joy. Um, and, and so we just have to be conscious of the ways to find greater joy. And I, it, you know, Gary, uh, I got to know Gary many years ago. Um, in fact, you know, my late wife, Angela, Gary was a big part of, of getting many people across the world to pray for her. And so I'm, I'm grateful to talk about his work today because he really has done a lot of great work on helping people overcome anxiety and learning how to trust. And he provides us some really good uh, kind of ways to find greater joy. For one, he says, we got to stop complaining. And I don't know about you, Brenda, but I know for me, this is a difficult one. You know, everything could use a little more salt or a little less salt. You know, everyone could be a little kinder or a little more, you know, uh, uh, you know, sweet to me, right? Every, you know, we've got all the reasons we can oh. complain and, and complaining is a big one. And so, um, it, it's definitely something that's in our control, we, you know, as, as Gary points out, um, and it, the, the griping really serves no purpose. Uh, this isn't to say, of course, that you don't have times where you need to address a concern or whatever, but griping and, and being frustrated and all those things really does no good. Um, and the Bible does instruct us, as Gary points out, to do all things without grumbling or questioning. Um, and if you can limit or avoid complaining, Gary says, we will please the Lord, but we'll also feel more joy. So that's a really good one, uh, and one that, um, you know, not only do we have to work on in our home, but often when I'm working on it with my kids, I realize that I was just complaining right before I told them to stop complaining. So we as we as adults need to work on this as well. Oh, my um, goodness. I fear, Chris, that if I stop complaining, I might not talk throughout the day. So uh, what, Yeah. That's what are we going to talk about? That's a great reminder. Well, Chris, yeah. I'd love to ask you this, you know, working in the healthcare industry and you know people who are calling in have gone through traumatic experiences you also are working at the legislative level which well boy that can be really trying at times for you personally what kind of gets you out of falling into those complaining ruts that Mm. well sometimes can lead people to you know depression and anxiety yeah well you know for me and, and, and it's actually true in fact i just had this conversation with some good friends of ours because you know we're you know often i'm asked to, on these radio interviews or different things i'm up 
asked to comment on a lot of negative things that are going on in the world. Mm-hmm. And so I could find myself sort of in this rut of like only talking about those things. And, you know, so for one is, is focusing on the good work. You know, you, you, for us, there's certainly difficult days and things where um, things aren't going great, but focusing on the good work. So we have a, a component even in our, in our organization where different members of the team will share good news in our, in our communications channel. Um, it could be a you know positive message from a member. It could be a win we had with a member. Um, the one that I got just yesterday, Brenda, that brought me a ton of joy was a family who you know who uh, the, the wife found out she had cancer and then found out she was five weeks pregnant. They chose a course of treatment that allowed her to continue carrying the baby as opposed to one that would have been lethal to the baby. And they just delivered their baby, and so we got this wonderful message from from the member, and and the woman is still in treatment and she's doing well. So. That, you know, finding those positives, you know, are really important. And one practice in my own family we have is every night at prayer, the first thing we do is we say what we're thankful for. Mm-hmm. Um, and we focus with the kids on it has to be from that day. And there are times, I have to be honest, where I don't have anything. <laughs> and I have to force myself to go, you know, I, luckily I get to go last. But I, I have to force myself to come up with something. So, you know, starting and ending your day with gratitude, I think, is a huge one. Um you know, and, and you deal with the, the things in life. And that's actually the next point that, that Gary mentioned is be grateful. Joy and being being uh, grateful, they go together. We need an attitude of gratitude. And again, if we're going to live in the Holy Spirit, we should always be grateful for what we have and, and what the Lord has put in front of us. You know, Chris, sometimes that uh, attitude of gratitude is just the remembrance of how blessed we are to be able to be with each other yeah. and our families. There's not anything that we have in our lives that isn't a gift from God, for sure. Well, amen. Chris, amen, yes. Chris Vadis joining me today. He's the co-founder and president of Solidarity HealthShare. Chris, you know, remind our listeners about Solidarity's new mental health and spiritual app, because... Right. It is that a difficult time of year for so many people in solidarity. You all recognize how important sound spiritual help is, especially when it comes to our mental health. Tell our listeners more about it again. Yeah. So, so we partner with a group named Hello. Many of people are, are aware of Hello. All basically looking at the mental health side of, of wellness that is aligned with, with the Lord Jesus Christ. And so why don't we just create a service for that? And that's what they've done. And so we at Solidarity partnered with them to make that available to our members earlier this year. Uh, it's been wonderful to watch as our members have used it. Our members at large have been using it, but also those members who are going through really difficult times. Our mental health, part of our overall well-being, well, that is not separate from our spiritual life. It's wonderful that this app is there to help with both. Chris Faddish joining me today with Solidarity HealthShare. Chris, it's that open season for so many traditional health insurance, people might be taking a look and deciding if it's time to make a change. If Solidarity is to be part of that change for them, where can a listener go to find out more information? Yeah, definitely visit us at SolidarityHealthShare.org. That's our that's the number one place to go get all the information, answer a lot of questions. And check out our blog with lots of updated information and things that we post uh, on a regular basis. But also call us at 844 844- Nine eight nine one three three five eight four four nine eight nine one three three five or solidarityhealthshare.org. Oh, fantastic. Well, Chris, I just want to thank you so much for your time today. And again, as we move through the Advent season into Christmas season, well, all of us here at Mantra Day Radio, we just want to wish you and all of your members and staff a very Merry Christmas. 
Thank you, Brenda. God bless. And again, that is Chris Faddis. So you know where you're going to find the information. If you go to the podcast of this interview, I will include those links Chris was talking about. You'll find that at materdayradio.com and, of course, the Hail Mary media app. 822 at Mater Dei Radio, leading souls to Jesus through the Blessed Virgin Mary, celebrating the Christmas season. Yes, it is more than just one day. It is a full season, and we're celebrating this Feast of St. John the Apostle. Hey, if you've got a lot of Christmas goodies and need to make room around your place, have we got a deal for you? It's Mater Dei Radio's Vehicle Donation Program. Talk about clearing out some space. It's really easy. All you have to do is go online to materdayradio.com, get all the details and we'll take care of it from there. You could donate your car and possibly get a tax deduction for the 2022 tax year. Check it all out, materdayradio.com and the vehicle donation program. You can turn your car into great Catholic radio. Support for Materday Radio comes from our leadership circle members, including Dr. Mark Bianco, family dentist. Dr. Bianco practices family dentistry in the neighborhood of 122nd Avenue and Stark Street in Southeast Portland. Dr. Bianco Family Dentist, online at biancodentistry.com or 503-252-1722. That's 503-252-1722. CYO and Camp Howard staff hope that you and your family had a wonderful Thanksgiving and are enjoying preparations for the Christmas holiday. Registration for 2023 Camp Howard Summer Sessions is now open, and we've added a seventh week of camp to meet the high demand we encountered this past summer. Your child or grandchild can look forward to an incredible experience, the great outdoors, fun activities with fellow campers, and making new friends all in a community of faith. We inspire today's youth to become faith-filled leaders through spiritual growth, building confidence, and experiencing the joy that a week at Camp Howard brings. Why not give camp as a Christmas gift to a special child in your life? Please register early as sessions will fill quickly. Register now at our website, cyocamphoward.org. Make this summer one your child will forever remember. Please also consider an end-of-year donation to CYO Camp Howard so that every child gets to participate. Donate at cyocamphoward.org. Thank you. We wish you a blessed Christmas season. Are you a young adult in your 20s or 30s? Are you looking to bring Christ into your everyday work? Hi, I'm Jesse Jose, the president of the Portland chapter of Young Catholic Professionals. Our mission is to challenge, train, and inspire young adults to work in witness for Christ. No matter your career field or level of experience, we invite you to join us at an upcoming event to build community, learn from seasoned professionals, and grow in your Catholic faith. For more information, visit ycpportland.org. I am Father Cedric Bizenia. I'm a passionist, religious, and a Catholic priest, and the host of Live With Passion. My motto is touching lives and saving souls. I hope you will tune in each week on Modern Day Radio, Thursdays at 7.30 p.m. It's designed to inspire and encourage you. It's real practical. Talk about real-life issues, things that people are going through. I'm so grateful that you're listening to Modern Day Radio. Don't just live, live with passion. Lattes and cappuccinos may be tasty, but it's the morning blend with David and Brenda that will get your day started right on Mater Day Radio.
826 at Mantra Day Radio, the bridge between your faith and everyday life and electricity going out all across the Willamette Valley. We'll have the latest update from PGE just ahead. And did the Christmas holiday maybe leave you in need of forgiveness? Well, Pope Francis calls for peace and forgiveness in the new year. I'll have that story for you, plus more coming up in news. Here is Marie Miller. You make the most of me. And we are the Morning Blend right here at Mater Day Radio, leading souls to Jesus through the Blessed Virgin Mary. On my own, I'm afraid to step out on the sea alone. No mountain move for me, but you breathe your life into my soul. Most of me. It's 8:30 right here at Mater Day Radio. 
And in your news, a strong low-pressure system is delivering heavy rain and strong winds across the Pacific Northwest this morning, causing power outages along the Oregon coast across the Willamette Valley due to the high wind and rain. Right now, PGE is reporting 623 power outages across the region, and more than 30,000 customers are without electricity this morning. In Portland, 24-hour rain totals of an inch and a half to two inches are expected. There's also strong winds with southerly gusts reaching 45 to 55 miles an hour across the valley. And east of here, a deadly winter storm in western New York has claimed the lives of at least 28 people. The deadly blizzard dumped more than five to six feet of snow in Erie County, burying homes and roads in Waterton, Hamburg, and Buffalo, New York. The freezing weather knocked out power for tens of thousands of customers across western New York. As of this morning, National Grid says power service has been restored to about 93,000 customers, leaving more than 3,000 still without working electricity. A travel ban is in effect for the entire city of Buffalo to keep roads clear for emergency personnel and for the protection of residents. Well, the Portland Water Bureau said they responded to at least 1,000 calls for assistance in doing emergency water shutoff. The calls came from all sorts of places, said Felicia Heaton from the Bureau, homes, apartments, and businesses. The Bureau also saw nearly 20 water main breaks between Thursday and Friday. One of the bigger breaks was at Southwest 1st and Arthur Street in downtown Portland. A 16-inch main break sent water gushing and lifting up the pavement. Now, Rick Gray's public information officer for the Portland Fire and Rescue said his agency responded to more than 300 calls with water emergencies. Graves shared some tips about how homeowners can help out while waiting for emergency responders, including by finding their home's water main shut off, having a fuel tools ready to turn the water off on their own. Ukraine's foreign minister is calling for a peace summit to be held at the end of February to end the war in his country, but says Russia would have to face a war crimes tribunal before Kiev engages directly with Moscow. Dmitry Kubala, Ukraine's foreign minister, made the proposal on Monday during an interview with the Associated Press. He also said Ukraine will do all it can to win the war in 2023. Every war ends in a diplomatic way, Kabbalah told the AP. Every war ends as a result of the actions taken on the battlefield and at the negotiating table. Kabbalah said that Ukraine wants the summit to be held at the United Nations in New York, with Secretary General Antonio Gutierrez serving as mediator. Pope Francis on Monday called on Catholics to pray for those who have harmed them and those persecuted as he renewed his Christmas call for peace in Ukraine and worldwide. Now, speaking to the crowd gathered in St. Peter's Square after praying the Angelus, the pontiff said, I renew my wish for peace. Peace in families, in parishes, and religious communities. Peace in movements and association. And for those war-torn people. And peace for the dear and martyred Ukraine. The pontiff added, let us ask the newborn Jesus for the newness of a heart capable of forgiveness. We all need a forgiving heart. And he concluded by saying, let us ask the Lord for this grace. Lord, may I learn to forgive. 
Let us ask for strength to pray for those who have hurt us, to pray for those who have harmed us, and to take steps of openness and reconciliation. A fire broke out at a Puget Sound energy substation in Graham, Washington, late Christmas morning. The four such power facility vandalized on Christmas Day in South Pierce County. Another PSE substation was hit by vandalism early Sunday, as were two Tacoma public utilities facilities, leaving more than 14,000 customers without power on Christmas morning, according to the Pierce County Sheriff's Department. Equipment was damaged in each incident. TPU said the attacks occurred after federal law enforcement officials warned earlier this month of a possible threat to the local electric grid. The Sheriff's Department is investigating and so far cannot find any link to similar occurrences in other parts of Washington state as well as here in Oregon. Well, amid inflation and no changes on the federal level, multiple states will be raising their minimum wages in 2023. The federal minimum wage in the U.S. is $7.25, a rate that hasn't changed since 2009. Now, Oregon's rate will rise from the current $13.50 to a yet-to-be-determined number based on the Consumer Price Index. That's a figure released by the U.S. Bureau labor statistics. Now, the minimum wage in Washington state will increase to $15.74 January 1st. Younger workers ages 14 or 15 can be expected to pay $13.38 an hour. That's 85% of the standard minimum wage. But if you are living in Seattle, the requirements a little bit different. Beginning January 1st, businesses with over 501 employees required to pay $18.69 an hour and businesses with 500 or fewer employees in Seattle, $16.50. So do you remember what your first minimum wage job paid? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I remember $3.35 an hour. How I, about you? $3.11 an hour. What was your first job? It was actually working in radio. Was it really? Yeah. yeah. Not a whole lot of money back then. <laughs> no, but it was so much fun. I didn't care. Didn't mind so much. And in sports, the Portland Trailblazers, speaking of a man who is money, honored Damian Lillard last night at the Moda Center in their first home game since Lillard surpassed Clyde Drexler as a leading scorer in team history. Lillard was saluted with a standing ovation in the first quarter of the game against the Charlotte Hornets, as well as a ceremony after the game on the court. And... The game on the court, the Trailblazers defeated the Hornets 124-113, to getting back in the win column. Jeremy Grant led all scorers with 32 points, along with 10 rebounds and 5 assists for the Blazers, while Yusuf Nurkic added a team-high 28 points, including 5 three-pointers, along with 15 rebounds. The Blazers improved to 18-16 and 16 on the season, and they'll travel down to the Bay Area to take on the Golden State Warriors tomorrow night with a 7 o'clock tip-off. Well, on the day after Christmas, the Pope traditionally leads the Midday Angelus in St. Peter's Square, as he does on Sundays. Now, that day is the feast of the first Christian martyr, St. Stephen, whose death is recounted in Acts of the Apostles. In his reflection, Pope Francis noted the celebration of martyrs, St. Stephen, and also the Feast of the Holy Innocents during the Christmas octave, saying, The liturgy, well, really seems to want to steer us away from the world of lights, lunches, and gifts in which we 
might indulge somewhat these days. Why, he asks. Well, that is because Christmas is not the fairy tale of the birth of a king, but it is the coming of the Savior who frees us from evil by taking upon himself selfishness and our sin. Now, the Holy Father noted that in our own day, there are more martyrs than in the early times, and he urged us to pray for our persecuted brothers and sisters. But he also suggested using the St. Stephen as our role model in three ways. He said, first in charity, St. Stephen's first witness was not given in words, but through the love with which he served those most in need. In welcoming the word of God and sharing it, St. Stephen shared the faith in the light of the word of God and the teachings of the apostles. And then lastly, a theme to carry all year long, forgiveness. St. Stephen's greatest testimony is yet another, that he knew how to unite charity and proclamation. He left it to us at the point of his death when following the example of Jesus, he forgave his killers. And Pope Francis concludes, let us ask the newborn Jesus for the newness of a heart capable of forgiveness. It's time to find out what's going on in our Catholic community. And something for your calendar, January 13th, beginning at 6.30 p.m., it is Catholic Friendship Group Gathering at St. Brigitte's Catholic Church in Portland. Catholic single people ages 40 to 60 are invited for prayer, followed by a talk and discussion on the miracles. Please RSVP by email to catholicfriendshipgroup at outlook.com. And remember, you can find details on these and other events. Head over to the community calendar, materdayradio.com and the Hail Mary media app. Well, you know what today is? It is the last Tech Tuesday of the year. And Sarah Kinsey joins us next after we check the weather on Mater Day Radio. Support for Mater Day Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including Best Buy in Town Landscape Supply. Since 1984, Best Buy in Town has been supplying the area with landscape products and services, including bark dust blowing, rock, soil, sod, and recycler of yard debris. Located at 2200 Cornelius Pass Road in Hillsboro. Online at bestbybark.com or 503-645-6665. Christopher Minutes, thoughts on making every day count. I'm Tony Rossi. Pathway Church in Wichita, Kansas decided to do something out of the ordinary. They spent $22,000 to pay off the medical debt of 1,600 families in the state. As reported by Relevant Magazine, Pastor Todd Carter sent these families a note stating, We're Pathway Church. We may never meet you, but as an act of kindness in the name of Jesus Christ, your debt has been forgiven. Addressing his congregants, Pastor Carter said, imagine what those 1,600 people felt like when they realized that this debt that has been hanging over their heads has been forgiven. That's exactly what God in the person of Jesus Christ wants you to feel each and every day, that your debt has been forgiven. This message was brought to you by the Christophers. Thanks for listening, and remember that it's better to light one candle than to curse the darkness. Mater Day Radio is supported by our Leadership Circle members, including Mount Calvary and Gethsemane Catholic Funeral Services. Operated by the Archdiocese of Portland, services include the recently completed Gethsemane Funeral Home, located on the grounds of Gethsemane Cemetery in Happy Valley. 
The new funeral home provides burial services to the Catholic community, regardless of cemetery choice. For more information, visit ccpdxor.com. When Santa Claus wanted a new sleigh for his Christmas deliveries, he was hoping to give his old sleigh to Mater Day Radio's vehicle donation program. Unfortunately, we cannot accept reindeer. But if you have a car, truck, van, RV, or boat that you are no longer using, we'd like to hear from you. Donating a vehicle to support great Catholic programs is quick and easy and a likely tax deduction. More information is on the web at materdayradio.com. And if you have any reindeer, you may want to get a hold of Santa. After Day Radio, in the middle of our atmospheric river, we've got a wind advisory in effect until 7 o'clock tonight with strong winds gusting 45 to 55 miles an hour and more than an inch and a half of rain expected today. High should reach up to about 55 before falling into the 40s tonight. And be careful, we've got water pounding on the roadways and freeways and power outages going on all across the Willamette Valley this morning. Well, currently it is 52 degrees at the Proto-Cathedral of St. James the Greater in Vancouver. And a little cooler, 47, at St. Patrick Parish in Canby. Well, it is still 2022, but it is the last Tuesday of the year. That means, well, it's the last Tech Tuesday here at Mater Day Radio. Every Tuesday, our media manager, Sarah Kenzie, well, she joins us to talk a little bit about what is coming to inboxes this afternoon Good morning, Sarah. Merry Christmas to you. Good morning. Merry Christmas to you both. We've been talking throughout the show today, Sarah, that you know, for Catholics, the party has just started on the 25th. We get a whole octave of Christmas celebrations. We are right in the middle of it still. Tell us, how did you enjoy your Christmas uh, day and, and uh, Christmas week, I guess, so far? Oh, it was great. I, I was really... Um really grateful that I got to spend some time with my family this weekend and everyone was in town and um, got to play music at St. Paul's Parish in St. Paul, which was really cool. And it, um, just be at uh, the oldest church yeah. here in Oregon. So um, that was wonderful. And just time with family was really good. So that's a, been a good start to this uh, Christmas week here. Did you uh, indulge in maybe a Christmas cookie or two? Oh, yes. <laughs> the sugar cookies are my favorite. The sugar. Okay. Now, the, see, there's the ongoing controversy. Are they frosted or are they just sprinkled with sugar. sugar. Oh, no, they're frosted. They have to be frosted. Oh, yeah. Why not make a a sugar cookie and then put sugar on top of the cookie? See, I'm more of a traditionalist, though. I'm more just like kind of like the sugar, and then it goes all over everything. You dip it in a little coffee. and Uh, Oh, see? That's my mom for sure. That's the way she decorates (laughs) her cookies, too. Well, as we mentioned, it is the last Tech Tuesday. Perhaps you've been busy enjoying family time, as many people do this time of year. Did you miss an episode or two of your favorite shows here at Mater Day Radio? Well, Sarah is joining us because, well, there is a highlight of great episodes that is coming to your inbox today. Sarah joins us every Tuesday to share a little bit about this. Sarah, the first interview, I think this is perfect for this week because I think people are looking to indulge one last time and then getting ready to settle into their New Year's resolutions. But our good friend Mary Marston joined us last week. She had some ideas on how to have a Catholic New Year's resolution. 
That's right. So I picked this uh, this interview uh, from the Morning Blend from last week, um, which I loved. Um, so many of our listeners know Miriam, who's the host of Blazing the Trail, and she just gave some wonderful practical examples of how we can make a Catholic uh, New Year's resolution. And I think a lot of times, um, you know, we can take on too much and get discouraged. And she gave some really good tips for how do we grow deeper in our faith. And, and also, it's not, you know, a superficial New Year's resolution. It's it's very, what she talks about is very much rooted in our relationship with God. And and I, I one of the things I really loved is she said how, you know, maybe you're already kind of, or maybe you said this, Brenda, you're already kind of feeling closer to God with with the Christmas season. And, and so maybe how do you carry that into the new year? So how do you just kind of continue what we've already started in this um, Christmas season? And um, I also am going to include a couple extra bonus interviews to help you get ready for the New Year's. Um, there's a second cup that you both did last week. That was great. And then our friend Ashley Michike also did a financial New Year's resolutions as well. So all the interviews you need to get you ready for 2023. You know, uh, Miriam suggested finding a saint to mm-hmm. kind of guide you in into the new year. And I was thinking about that all weekend. Who do who do I pick? Who do I pick? Who's going to pick me? Yeah. Who's going to pick yeah. me? And it, I mean, upside the head, pretty good. Oh, St. Really? Joseph. Oh, I mean, there he we was go. like right there. And he's <laughs> like, I, I'm guiding you through this 2023. <laughs> so even though he, we've already had the year of St. Joseph, I think we're going to do it again in 2023. So I'm going to start that consecration on January awesome. 1st again and do awesome. that. So oh. I'm really looking forward to it. And it was Miriam that inspired me. Oh, I think that's a great idea for people who have done that consecration to St. Joseph. You can do that again. In fact, oh, sure. And I've known people who have done the Mary consecration year after year after year. What a great way to walk with the saints in 2023. Sarah Kenzie is the digital media manager here at Mater Day Radio. She joins us on this last Tuesday of 2022 to let you know what's coming to your inbox today. Well, one of the ways that sometimes if I'm in traffic, to calm myself, I love to plug in the Hail Mary media app. It goes right into my car. So over my speakers, beautiful liturgical music. And that's one of the highlighted shows that's also going to be in this week's email. Glory of the Mass. Tell us more. That's right. So this episode of the Glory of the Mass is for Christmas and the Feast of the Holy Family, which is coming right up. Um, as, as you just mentioned, we're in the octave of Christmas. So it's that time where we really extend the celebration of Christmas for eight days. And, you know, this episode in particular really uh, resonated with me this this uh, year because um, I really tried this year to lean into the Advent music, and, and I, I kind of waited to listen to real Christmas music until I like actually Christmas Eve. Um, and and but then I also want to make sure I'm not listening to the same like ten Christian carols like over and over. So something like the glory of the mass is great because it dives into our rich history of sacred music. You get to hear all these you know beautiful arrangements. Um, you know, there's things in this episode like an arrangement from Handel's Messiah and in the bleak midwinter and even the mass ordinary or the music for the different parts of the mass, I found really helpful in um, allowing me to reflect more on the Christmas season because, you know, all of our feasts tie back to the mass. There's always some tie in back to the mass. And for me this year, I feel like Advent and Christmas really were centered around the Eucharist. And so to have this episode also go through parts of the mass as well as these carols was just was a really helpful um, for me listening to it in the beginning of this Christmas week. So I hope you all enjoy it as well. 
Well, earlier in today's show, we got to listen to Ashley Mishik. Hey, and in the email today, you're also going to have access that's going to get you right to that podcast. Many people kind of closing out their finances for the end of the year, making those end of year donations. You know, here at Monster Day Radio, we are 100% listener supported radio. And there are ways, maybe perhaps if you are making those plans for end of year giving, would you consider you know, donating to Mater Day Radio. There's ways that they can do that quite easily. That's right. So we'll include um, a link in today's email uh, for so you can easily do your end of year gifts. Maybe you're, you know, kind of recovering from the Christmas uh, week. Maybe you're, you know, sitting at home with your family um, or just, you know, having a more low key day today. It's a great day to just click that uh, link straight in the email. Or if right now you don't want to wait till the email comes out, open up the Hail Mary media app. You can give directly from the home screen. So it's just a reminder, you know, that this opportunity is available for you to help support our ministry and, um, we all know here that we're very, very grateful for our, all of our listeners. And uh, especially this time of year, you know, we're really grateful for all of our blessings, but um, especially for all of you that support us and keep us on the air. It's humbling, you know, it's humbling to know that somebody thinks so much about what you do and your mission that they want to give of themselves. And, I, you know, sometimes I'm, I'm going through the gifts that we receive and I, I get a little misty thinking about that. You know, it's like, yeah. wow, they really believe in, in what we're doing and really want to support our, our ladies ministry. Mm-hmm. And, and it's just, it just touches my heart in such a way. Can't even really put it into words. Yeah. It's profound, but that, that gratitude, I mean, we, we just thank you so much. 33 years we've been at this and uh, you know, we wouldn't be here that long without the support of the wonderful people. I, I think back of going over those 33 years and these families that have been there mm-hmm. every step right? of the way. It's amazing. For sure. Well, uh, please open up today's email. It will be hitting your inbox this afternoon. And Sarah, real quickly before we leave, you know, if somebody is going to use that Hail Mary media app to make an end of year donation to support Catholic broadcasting, they have access to such great resources, especially to remember during this octave of Christmas. That's right. So we have added uh, new Christmas prayers. We had some new ones added this year. Um, So you can pray those all during the Christmas season. You can even and get a daily rem- reminder to pray one of those. Um, and then we'll also have our Christmas themed episodes, interviews, and um, the glory of the mass sacred music all in the app. Oh, like we said at the beginning, oh, uh, the party has just begun. And well, it looks like there's a party going on on the Hail Mary media <laughs> app. I love ho, it. Ho, ho. That's <laughs> it for sure. Sarah, th- thank you so much. We look forward to today's email. Thank you both. And if you are not receiving those emails, please head over to our webpage. You'll find information on how you can enter your email and start receiving all of the great resources right to your inbox. You can find it materdayradio.com. And it's 7.52 or 8.52 at Mater Day Radio. And uh, weather-wise, we've got a mess on our hands with a wind advisory in effect. And it's causing outages all over the area. And we'll uh, update you on that just ahead. Support for Mater Day Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including Dr. Mark Bianco, family dentist. Dr. Bianco practices family dentistry in the neighborhood of 122nd Avenue and Stark Street in Southeast Portland. Dr. Bianco Family Dentist, online at biancodentistry.com or 503-252-1722. That's 503-252-1722. 
set on a hilltop in the midst of the Willamette Valley, life at Mount Angel Abbey is both unchanging and made ever new in the spirit of Christ. Steeped in a Benedictine tradition more than 1,500 years old, the monks of Mount Angel have prayed together five times a day for more than 130 years. We welcome you to come and join us in the ancient rhythm of monastic prayer and liturgy. Come seek the things that are above. Learn more at mountangelabbey.org. This is Archbishop Alexander Sample of the Archdiocese of Portland in Oregon, inviting you to join me for the Voice of the Shepherd. I always look forward to our time together to discuss issues that matter most to our families and to the church. Catch the Voice of the Shepherd with Portland Archbishop Alexander Sample and me, Dina Marie, your host, each Tuesday night at 7.30, Saturday afternoon at 3.30, and Sunday morning at 7.30 on Mater Dei Radio, leading souls to Jesus through the Blessed Virgin Mary. The Morning Blend, brewed in the Pacific Northwest, guaranteed fresh every day on Mater Day Radio, the station dedicated to the Blessed Virgin Mary. And wind advisory is in effect until 7 o'clock tonight, getting those wind gusts up to 55 miles an hour. It's caused power outages all over the area. Right now, PGE reporting 701 outages, affecting over 25,000 customers. And currently it is 52 degrees in the Rose City. Closing out our show, here is more Christmas music for you. It's Matt Marr and Hark the Herald Angels Sing. And we are the Morning Blend right here at Mater Day Radio.
And that is Matt Marr and Hark the Herald Angels Sing. It's 859 at Day Radio. What a Christmas celebration, Brenda. It's awesome. We're in the middle of the Christmas season, more than just today. And today we have the uh, Feast of St. John the Apostle. And uh, boy, I just, I don't know. I just have the spring in my step with Christmas. Isn't that great? When other stations are ending their Christmas programming, ours is only We're just, just getting begun. cranked up. <laughs> well, that's going to wrap it up for us on The Morning Blend. Please stay with us for great Catholic production all day long.